It's the song Frantarctica by Yanis. Fiona Harp is a published author of three books, a travel and boating writer and a photographer, and if that's not enough, she loves to run marathons. Recently, she was invited by Chimu Adventures to cruise Antarctic waters and photograph the wildlife. On board, scientists were keen to find the colossal squid. Fiona tells Graham Kemlow about her time on the frozen continent, and she even slept a night on the ice. She wants to return, but it's not what you might think. Fiona discovered that there's an Antarctic marathon. Now she wants to return to run it. Well, we've got Fiona Harper back on the line. We spoke to her last week about her successful completion of the New York Marathon, (laughs) medal and all. But she mentioned something in the middle of it that had me absolutely intrigued. She's got a desire to run a marathon in Antarctica. Now, Fiona, I know you've just been to Antarctica. Did someone down there tell you about this marathon or did you read about it somewhere? Oh, it's it's something that's been on my radar for quite a while. Once you start running marathons, you you look at them all around the world. You know, there's events every week um, right. all around the world. And so the Antarctic Marathon appeals, obviously, because of the remoteness and the conditions. And, uh, you know, it's just a really hard marathon to get to and to complete. So Obviously. Yeah, yeah which base like is a challenge. it? Which base hosts it? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. Um, you might have to sign uh, up for the Russians. <laughs> yeah, worry. well, yes, that, that could be a worry. I don't think it's the Russians. Um, I'm not sure where it's where it's hosted. Okay, but you'd get there you, as you as you got there on this last trip. So, tell us about your your visit because something I've really wanted to do because, like you, I love photography, and obviously that's a a place that only relatively few people ever get to more than we thought might have gotten there actually it's become a bit of a super highway <laughs> the last few years i wonder if people fear it's going to be shut down and so they're all rushing to get down there while while you can yeah i think this year there's certainly been a lot of interest or this season because the the ships obviously haven't been going there for the last two years with the all the yeah. shutdowns and so i think yeah there's definitely been a bit of a, a super highway this year with people who had put off travelling yeah, and yeah, wanting to get to Antarctica, obviously, you know, while it's still, well, while it's still pristine. While it's there, <laughs> before it yeah. melts. Yeah. yeah. So you flew, I think, did you fly from the US where you'd done your marathon there? Did you fly down to Ushuaia? Yeah, that's right. I flew from New York down to Ushuaia and I actually spent two weeks in Ushuaia before my ship came in. Uh, literally finishing off a book and then from there yeah I boarded the Ocean Endeavour which is a Chimu Adventures charter from Ushuaia and we Mm -hmm. had uh, two weeks uh, down on the um, Antarctic Peninsula. Right how long did it take you to get from Ushuaia which is the bottom of South America basically yes how long did it take you to get to the Antarctic continent so the Drake Passage uh, it takes about three days three to four days across Drake Passage we were lucky good weather yeah, in both directions. In fact, coming back, you know, they say you either have the, the Drake Lake or the Drake Shake. It's like a washing <laughs> machine, had... is it? <laughs> yeah, it can be, um, you know, horrendous. Uh, we were lucky we had calm conditions in both directions to the point coming back. You you know, you could have water skied behind the ship. It was that calm. On the way down, we had very calm conditions as well. We had snow. 
which was really super interesting to be travelling through the you know the, the Southern Ocean and these beautiful soft um, snowflakes falling down on the deck. Yeah, it was okay. quite quite lovely. How big a vessel is it, Fiona? So the Ocean Endeavour takes two hundred passengers. It's, so it's not it's not a big ship, and it's it's not a it's an expedition style ship. So it's very much you know it, it's rugged. It's, it's the old style rather ship. than the uh, the new flash uh, leather and. Uh, silk curtain stuff oh absolutely yeah very much uh very rudimentary but you know right. solid reliable it was a great ship it had luxuries you know there was a, a spa and a steam room for example and a swimming pool so it had all the <laughs> all the things that the luxury ships have but i think what made it stand out was the crew there's an expedition team on board right. that run all sorts of science programs and photography programs and you know um so these are chimu people are they uh these are intrepid people so this was a a chimu slash intrepid ship chimu were the people who who invited me down there okay and and so the intrepid people are their scientists and others who can explain what's going on around you can they yeah, that's right. There's marine biologists, um, there's all sorts of scientists, um, there's a number of citizen science programs yeah. on board. There was also a, a team who were looking for the colossal squid. So this is a creature that's larger than the giant squid, so it's it's never yeah. been photographed in its natural habitat. It can grow up to 700 kilos. It's, you know, the size of a... Um, Motor car. A, a motor car, like a four-wheel drive SUV. You know, it, it's a wow. massive... Um, creature. So there was a, a group of scientists on board that were keen to photograph that, and they they deployed. So they were there on a mission, as distinct from a leisure tourism. Expedition. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah, and no, they were very much there to, to photograph this. Um, and this any sort of sightings, squid. or did you come close? No, uh, no sightings of the colossal squid. They were very happy with the um, the deployment of the cameras because that was the first time that that had been you know used in antarctic waters so they were happy so it was very much an experiment just to make sure that everything worked so they were happy just to get the cameras down they did collect data you know they saw a whole heap of creatures that they didn't expect to okay um, so it's just an unmanned sort of sub with cameras all around it or something it's a it's not really a sub it's a it's a a camera that's hanging off a cable basically so they um, deploy the the camera down below the ship depending on the depth of water that we're in I think they got down to 300 metres at one point oh okay so they have lights and squid attracting lights yeah <laughs> um, apparently so they're um, and they're also laying burly as well to try and to attract um, them to, yeah to attract the squid as yeah. well oh, I've caught so. squid but not the size you're talking about and <laughs> lights do uh, lights are part of the trick there's no question about yeah, that yeah definitely so what was the food like on the vessel, Fiona? Oh, the food was fantastic and always too much. You know, anyone who's been on a on a cruise ship would know that the dinner time or any of the meal times are usually a um, an absolute highlight. And in this case, yeah, definitely. So um, this was your you pick know. out following uh, all the sacrifice to run the marathon? <laughs> well, y- yes, <laughs> in a word. Okay. Um, you didn't but, get on the scales after the voyage did you uh no that'd be cruel yeah (laughs) best leave that alone um but on the on the ship you are doing um uh expeditions each day so usually two each day so you're going out and you're walking around in terribly cumbersome gear so you are actually you know exerting a lot of energy um whether it's on the 
on the snow or the ice or, or over rocky beaches. So, yeah, it's a good excuse to, um, to and, head back and what, to the ship. And what was your favourite part of the, of the journey, uh, Fiona? Oh, there were so many. I think one, one highlight memory is the morning that we arrived. And because this is the height of the summer, it doesn't really get dark until... Well, it doesn't really get dark at all. It kind of has a twilight. Oh, it's like the north as well, is it? Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't realise that. Okay. So, you you know, about 11, 12 o'clock at night, it's, you know, you get a twilight and so about two two or three hours you have this semi-darkness and then the sunrise about 3 a.m. So um, the first morning when we actually arrived at the peninsula, it was about, well, I got up about 3 a.m. to see the, you know, the, the early morning light on these snow mountains and we're in a bay that was dotted with icebergs and no wind so a mirrored reflective sea so these mountains reflected in in this still icy water it was wow. yeah it was quite phenomenal you know on a dusky pink sky um beautiful just beautiful yeah, yeah it sounds sounds absolutely fantastic and in terms of the animals what appealed to you apart from your huge humongous squid that you didn't find <laughs> I mean, obviously um, penguins of various sorts and whale, are there yeah. whales down there uh, there are whales. We didn't see a lot of whales. Um, there's actually a, a whale tracking program um, on board, so the okay. the scientists on board were keen to to spot whales and and document the the tails that we were able to photograph. So we yeah. did manage to do some of that. But penguins and seals are definitely the heroes, and you know penguin colony, colonies in the tens of thousands. Um, it was just and coming into nesting are you able to get season close to them. Uh, yeah, so there's lots of protocols about you know human interaction with the animals, and they're very conscious about bringing in avian flu at the moment, um, which has been a problem up in the Arctic. So the idea is that you don't get close to the penguins, and they always have right away. So you know, obviously, you know, you've got you get onto the beach, and the penguins are, are doing their penguin thing, and you know, in the tens of thousands. So you you try and avoid them, but often, you know, the whole colony will just turn around on mass and start walking towards you so you just oh, kind of wow. you back away or <laughs> if that's not possible you just kind of stand still and they all go around you and you know they they do their their waddle and off they go but you know there was other times when the seals were hunting the penguins you know we just happened to be there at the right time so a leopard seal captured a a poor little penguin. It's like a safari in Africa, was it? Oh, it was an absolute um, feast for the leopard seal. And, of course, you've got to feel sorry for the penguins who are at the bottom of the food chain. But it's all, you know, it's fascinating to be there and just see nature totally um, untouched by human intervention. It's, yeah, it's such a privilege to be there. And so you would spend your days in the Zodiac or around the icebergs, etc., and you return to the ship comforts at night, Yeah. Yeah, that's right, yeah. You're not in Mawson's um, hut? Uh, no, all bar one night where we actually camped on the ice. <laughs> oh, so okay. there, it, was, it was an optional excursion where you could basically dig a hole in the snow um, and camp out on the ice or? one night. Uh, no, just in a bivy bag, so which is just like a swag, basically. You so call you call it glamping? <laughs> uh, Freezing, it, maybe. It's the kind of thing where we decided afterwards it was it wasn't fun, but we were all glad that we did it. It was very cold, despite you know we had well, I slept in four layers of pants and I think five top layers wow. in, in a sleeping bag inside a bivy sack. And you're still and shivering? It, well, not shivering, but you know just on the the uncomfortable side of oh that's starting to feel a bit cool. Right. 
but it was a full moon. You know, we were on this peninsula uh, looking out over icebergs. It was it was almost cheating to be sleeping because it was it was so beautiful and again mm. such a privilege to be able to do it. Reporter Fiona Harper was speaking with Graham Kemlo about her recent Antarctic cruise.